Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Dude, I'm so ready. How about you? Hell yeah, man. This is uh, this is gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, a dose parter. A dose parter. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag dose parter. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, I like that. A little more involved than you were expecting, and uh, yeah, I took my research a bit of a different route, but we decided to go with the you know the good old two parter. Right, because there's a. Man, the way this stuff starts out, I I love the history of it. It's it's so fascinating and fucking weird, dude. I don't know how deep you went into the history, but the befores of vaccine. Whew. Yeah, so because I kind of redirected my research, I didn't get too, too deep into the research of like the history and stuff. I got, you know, I did a little bit. I meant to do more yesterday as of this recording, but school kind of held me up online schooling and today was not much different my dude it was uh really yeah <laughs> yeah kind of done i'm our kids are back in physical school now and i'm fine with them wearing masks all day just get the hell out of the house yeah no shit dude <laughs> um i'm done because they well we have four daughters and then the one daughter brings the boyfriend because his internet sucks at his house. And then her friend, then the same daughter, her friend comes too because I don't know what kind of internet they actually have at their house. So we're kind of the, like the hub of people coming to do homework and, or schoolwork, period. Ah. And they're all here creating messes. Some are in some room, some are in another room, and then then lunchtime is whatever, and then we come home and there's a whole other night's worth of dishes to do during the day. Yeah. Get out. Get out of my house. Go do school somewhere else. Yeah, you're going to have to start charging for your internet, man. I know, right? I'm going to stop paying school taxes because so, they're just going to pay me. Yeah. Here, I'm going to stop paying school taxes. You just pay for my internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, what are you drinking? I got a, well, I got two different things here with me. I got a dogfish 60 minute and I got me a Corona. Yeah. How about you? What do you got? You showed me you got something pretty cool. Uh, we finally had the Christmas time with our, with our neighbors and good friends. Okay. And they got me a mug horn. So it's, I'm pretty sure it's, if it's not made out of bone, then it's really sweet-ass plastic that's in the shape of a horn. It's got a handle on it. It's a Viking culture mug horn. Yeah, that's pretty damn cool, man. It's badass. But in it is just some Genesee for now. Uh-oh. For tomorrow, the mead will be delivered. Yes. Well, I don't know. I had mead from there before, the Groenfell. Mm-hmm. That's how you pronounce it. And this time, it's getting delivered much faster. I ordered it. At the beginning of this week, and it's getting delivered before the end of the week. Wow. Before it was like three weeks. That's kind of strange because aren't the Postal Service and everybody else really backed up right now? Yeah, I thought they were. Yeah. But maybe maybe since it's after Christmas. But when I ordered it before, it was in the summer. I don't know, man. That's funny because before, I figured they had to fucking ferment the shit. and But now... yeah. 
Maybe the one you ordered before. Maybe it wasn't in stock or something. So it was a fresh batch. Maybe. Maybe they legitimately had to make it. Maybe not make it. Go out to the marsh and uh, ladle it in the cans real quick. Yep. You had tadpole, egg, tadpole <laughs> eggs and everything else in there. <laughs> Got a cheesecloth out the tadpoles. <laughs> had to pour it through a strainer <laughs> above your fucking glass. Just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, so before, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, uh, what were you going to do? I was going to say before uh, the vaccines, they were doing a bunch of other crazy stuff. Yeah, they were like we're, weird shit, dude. I mean, <laughs> I guess it, it's Super just crazy. It's just weird to us because now we're like, why the fuck? Like, <laughs> but are you talking about like the insufflation or whatever it is? Yeah. Encephalation? Encephalation? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I saw a YouTube video and the lady said, uh, encephalation. Encephalation. That's one of the things that when I was, you know, we decided we we're going to do vaccines and want to do a little history. Mm-hmm. Then you get so far back and you find out, well, this guy did this thing. But before that, there was this stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you're you're definitely the history guy of this podcast, and I'm the what the fuck. There's lizard people behind this guy of the podcast. Because <laughs> you, we talked about doing this. You went straight up history, and I was like, fucking causes autism. You know, exactly. <laughs> Not that I believe that, but it's all there is to it. Yeah, that we'll talk about that in the next episode. This is all. We're going to talk about the history of it. But yeah, the, the insufflation, that's a hard word to say because I'm reading it here in my notes. And I, I don't know. I keep wanting to say insufflation. Right. But that, but it, that sounds like insufferable elation. No? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that was like the first way they inoculated individuals, right? Was that the very first way? If that wasn't the first way, it was it was pretty close, I would say. That was... That was the way the Asian continent, I would say, uh, in that territory, is the way they started doing it. Because and, they, I don't know, some shaman or some sort of medicine doctor, some at some point was like, hmm, yes, if we tear up the scabs and then dry them out and then blow them in your face. What? Dude, what? <laughs> yeah, it, so... <laughs> So what I saw about it was they took the scabs from an infected person. They ground them up into a powder. Then they coated them on this like piece of cotton. Yeah. And then like put it. It looked like a like a blow dart gun. And they would like <clears throat> shoot it up in the fucking healthy person's nostril. They just that's so crazy. So I, it's I, like the I, cotton ball. I don't know if the cotton ball was like the wadding in a shotgun shell. Like it just needed that to force everything out or what? Like it's fucking unreal, dude. It's a poisonous blow dart. Well, it turned out it helped humanity or did it? I don't know. We'll talk about that part in the next episode. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems seemed like they definitely kept the well for this disease or this virus. The, it, Mainly, it was smallpox. That was a bitch. Chickenpox sucks, but um, smallpox was horrendous. Now, why were they so different? Because I don't, 
I don't really know the difference. I mean, I know chicken or chicken pox. Every kid used to get it. You know, I had it. I'm sure you had it. Everybody had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But smallpox, completely different animal. Horribly different. Awfully deadly. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was damn near plague. Unbelievable. They. I guess if you could avoid it, then you were fine. If you got a lesser version of it, you were fine. And you're, you know, beyond that, you were even fine. You're probably better off getting a lesser version because you build up the antibodies to it then. Right. Or you just fucking die. It just kills you. Whatever, whatever it does, it devastates your immune system and then something else comes in and gets you. So is that what it is? It's like a, I don't want to call it AIDS. Uh, an immunodeficiency. Yeah, kind of yeah, similar to AIDS, right? Uh, it's it's funny. There was we did all the research on vaccines, and it was how they beat smallpox. But I'm like, but I don't know what smallpox is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I know how to beat smallpox now, but I don't know what smallpox was an infectious disease caused by one of two virus variants: variola major and variola minor. It's different than an areola. Oh, it varies. varies. <laughs> <laughs> Those areolas, they vary. Some of them look <laughs> certain ways and others look a different way. Some are dark, some are big, some are small. Yep. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yeah, some of them are the same color as the teddy itself. Call them ghost nipples. <laughs> Flesh tone. <laughs> ghost nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even see them. They're variolas. <laughs> They're all variolas. <laughs> That's a V-E-R-Y Olas, not V-A-R-I-O-L-A, which is the disease, right? Sure. <laughs> the The practice of the encephalation, encephalation? It's not encephalation. In, encephalation. That's what I saw. I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> we'll get some haters. The practice of inoculating somebody with that method and the other method that we're going to talk about that was called variolation. Yes. Because they were, all, they were all trying to figure out how to fight smallpox, which is uh, the last naturally blah, 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 blah. The origin of smallpox is unknown. However, the earliest evidence of the disease dates to the 3rd century BCE in Egyptian mummies. Man, as far back as mummies, they were suffering from it. From smallpox? Yeah. Jeez. Dude. We do research on the fly here, BOTW. <laughs> well, it was all about vaccines. They were, I guess, the biggest thing that really pushed the vaccine was the smallpox. The initial symptoms of the disease include a fever and vomiting. This was followed by formations of ulcers in the mouth and a skin rash. Over a number of days, the skin rash turned into characteristic fluid-filled blisters with a dent in the center. The bumps then scabbed over and fell off, leaving scars. The disease was spread between people or via contaminated objects. Prevention was achieved mainly through the smallpox vaccine. Once the disease had developed, certain antiviral medication may have helped. And I don't know... So the body is fighting off the the smallpox as best it can, and then by the time... Maybe I'm wrong on this. But by the time, if you get past whatever is... The smallpox is beating the shit out of you. If you can get past that, then your immune system is sort of, uh, it's a deficient at that point. So other things can come in and get you. So, you know, pneumonia even. But if you could beat that part of the smallpox, 
and you could, <laughs> this term is used so much now, but if you could quarantine yourself in a manner to not get the other shit, would you be fine? Could you beat that on your own before this? Oh, um, Or was that a thing that if you got it, it was kind of a death sentence unless you got just a super mild form, you were the lucky one to get the mild form? Well, as long as you can beat chicken pox, or the chicken pox, as long as you can beat smallpox, I think if you can go a little bit longer beyond the smallpox being in you, then the other stuff is sort of, you know, you're kind of a badass, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know what I say? Kill all the fucking animals. You know what I mean? All of them. Chicken all pox? Them, so. I assume it comes from chickens. You got the fucking <laughs> cow pox we're going to talk about in a minute? Kill the cows. The fucking coronavirus? <laughs> Stupid bats. Kill them. Kill the coronas. Yeah. No, I like them. <laughs> I also like Batman. Kill the bats. What would he have been if he didn't fall into a cave of bats? I don't know. Hard to tell. Guano man. Worm man. <laughs> worm man. Fear the worm. <laughs> but what we're talking about really is the vaccine itself. The variolation. The It was first the variolation. Did you, you We talked about the insufflation. It was the nasal insufflation, and I was there anywhere beyond somehow? Well, it was just blown in your face. Did you ever play with those, uh, the candy cigarettes? Remember the candy cigarettes where you'd blow on it and it would shoot out a puff? Yeah, that's the only thing I can picture when when thinking of this uh, insufflation thing. So you have this the deadened powdered scabs. They put it on cotton, stuff it in a piece pipe, and then blow on it, and you have this weird sort of scabby dust situation come in your face yeah i mean <laughs> i guess it's nasty as f yeah yeah but this was hundreds and hundreds of years ago yeah i definitely don't want uh jimmy scab dust blown into my face no 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 nope but i mean you start to come down with something your mom takes you over to the shaman shaman does what the shaman does yeah, like a witch doctor. You take your kid to the witch doctor, he might touch your pee-pee, he might flick you in the balls a couple of times, might suck on your <laughs> nipples, but he knows what he's doing and he's going to heal you. Three days later, kid's dead. <laughs> These are the steps, the necessary steps, to possible inoculation, but probably just turning on the witch doctor. <laughs> now grab my staff. That looks like a wiener. <laughs> Well, it's not. It's a staff. To you, it looks like a wiener. <laughs> to the witch doctor, it is a staff. Listen to the witch doctor, boy. Not a staff infection like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had years back. Oh. But. oh boy. <laughs> well, l- let me, for people who don't know, just real quick, inoculation. So you hear like vaccine, but some people might not know what inoculation means. It's the dib- deliberate infection for the purpose of immunity. So they're... You're deliberately giving someone the the virus or whatever in a, a dulled down form, a mild form, or sometimes even like a dead form in order for mm-hmm. your body to say, oh shit, that's not supposed to be here. Let me fight it. Then when the real thing comes to you, your body's like, oh shit, here we go again. You know that thing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck around and see what happens. You know, then your body's ready to go, which is a great fucking idea, right? Yeah, exactly. To me, it sounds like a great idea. 
why the complications? I don't fucking get it, to be honest with you. <laughs> what do you mean the complications? Why have there been so many complications in the past with with these? You just give the person a lesser form of the virus. Why are there side effects and all that shit? That's what I don't get. I don't know if that's if we should save that for the next episode, but it seems bizarre to me. Um, I would imagine n- not everybody is uh, created equal. Well, right. Really. Um, I think uh, th- this will definitely be in the second one, but the fear of the vaccines is the... Uh, you don't know if you have an immune deficiency. So even giving somebody with with a even slightly immune deficiency, give them them a weakened or deadened version of the virus will ruin their day and possibly take their life. Yeah, but wouldn't that be a side effect of the virus itself as well? It's not necessarily a side effect of the vaccine. That's a side effect of the virus. Yes, exactly. And we should probably I don't save this know for the if next people one. really yeah we should probably save it I don't know if people really go down that line of thinking necessarily they're just like oh my god it, it hurt me this time I don't want it anymore don't touch me with your stupid needles like we said we should probably save it for the next one because I, I, I want to rant but I won't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you see the the other method of inoculation that it was not insufflation what but for Edward Jenner? Yeah, there was another method. No, I, I didn't see that one. Uh, actually, uh, well, there was another method of inoculation, but some of the ways some cultures went about. <laughs> um, another thing they did was they took a, a healthy person and they would cut their skin and then put the scabs into the open wound of that person. It's like rubbing dirt in dirt. Yeah, dirt. It's like rubbing dirt in the wound. Yeah, exactly. So you cut it open, you expose the, bl- bl- the blood, and then you rub in the the infection. Yeah. Which I mean, I think that worked kinda sometimes, but not I'm, all the time. Just just the same way as insufflation works sometimes. Look, I mean, druggies get their get it in all forms you know some like to inject it and in, right in the bloodstream and some like to snort it right up in their fucking nose you know so you got insufflation and you got the cut open the skin and doing it that way that's a very interesting way of thinking about it because you can is you can actually get the effects of whatever you're taking quicker if you snort it right so even an aspirin or an ibuprofen you crush it up you suck you snort it in your face, you get it sooner. You get the effects sooner, right? That's what I've always heard, and I think the reasoning is the same thing. The, remember when the kids were shoving alcohol up their assholes because it uh, bypasses the liver? I missed that boat. Well, I never did it either. But <laughs> a while back, kids were filling up the you know the old hot water, the hot water bottles or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they, would, they would fill them up with fucking alcohol, shove the tube up their ass, and squeeze it, and then they get drunk fast as shit because it bypasses the liver. I think it's sort of the same thing, when because when you take a pill, you know, it goes in your stomach, then it gets dissolved by the acids. Part of it goes into the liver. Then it's got to get absorbed. But when you snort it, the shit, because it's a powder, 
it's so small it just goes right into the fucking membrane. Really? I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but that's what I've always heard. That's very weird. <laughs> Which part is weird? I can't. Snoring aspirin, <laughs> drinking alcohol through your butthole. <laughs> I just can't. No, I'm not going to consume something through my ass. <laughs> that would result in some serious beer shits. Other than like a suppository, which sometimes is needed. Mm, is it? Is well, it? When I had, long time ago, I had a little too much to drink. Oh, young me, and uh, I had to get one in the really? hospital. Yeah, and it was uh, that was awkward to have a young lady uh, tell me to roll on my side, and she shoved a, a pill. It looked like a, a fifty caliber bullet right up my butthole. Oh, that'll teach you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it didn't. I mean, a little bit, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm trying to find the exact section where I read that about the um, cutting open and then putting the pieces of the scab under the skin. But uh, that happened. But in Sudan, in these times, people would buy. There was a a term, a, a Sudanese term. I'm not going to pretend to even attempt it out to pronounce this. Try but it. Try it. Jishtiri El Jadiri. Nailed it, dude. <laughs> totally. I'm from Sudan. Totally got it. Mm -hmm. Sudanese. <laughs> Buying the smallpox. So the a woman, a mother, would go to, would have, you know, if she has an unprotected child, she would visit the house of a newly infected child and tie a cotton cloth around the ailing child's arm. She would then haggle with the child's mother over the cost of each pustule. What? Yeah, hey, Mom. So this ailing child, I don't... Uh, did, did Sudanese people just wander into other people's houses and look for scabs or what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's similar to, like, when we were growing up. I don't know if it was quite that drastic, but kid in the neighborhood got chicken pox... Your parents sent you over to play with the fucker, so you would get it and get it over with. That's a that's a level of herd immunity. Yeah, yeah I mean it's similar pra similar practice in Sudan, yeah. I guess. Yeah, except, I would say. Except my parents didn't <laughs> pay the mother of my neighbor for me to go play with the kid. <laughs> Pox party, baby. Pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go have the pee-pee? Let's go. When a bargain was struck, the woman would return home and tie the cloth around her own child's arm. Oh, the kid! so the kid wasn't there. No. The so mo the mom would find out that, the, that another kid was sick, and then she would go to that person's house, and the way this article reads it is that she just marches her ass in there and starts demanding, I'm here for the used car. You come to me, and I'll tell you... Which scab I want. It's like that, that meme where it's like, FBI, open up! They like kick the door in. Where's that little infected fuck? And then you just tie a cloth, a cotton cloth on the scab. That's this one. This I'm choosing this one right here. This is the one. Now, how much do you want for this one? Uh, it's going to be uh, 12 rolls and a goat. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That looks more like a like a nine roll, and a, a you know a little Yorkie dog to me. I don't know a goat. <laughs> I don't know. 
All right. A whole uh, goat? Mm. All right, fine. Fine, fine. We'll go 10 rolls and a Pomeranian. Okay? <laughs> you got yourself haggle. a deal. <laughs> Get a haggle for that scab, man. Haggle for the scabs. Gross. Scaggling. Ooh. Scab haggling. <laughs> <laughs> Fluid was collected from a smallpox pustule and rubbed into a cut made into... Oh, here we go. That's what it was. Uh, the second method was known as Doc Eldedry, hitting the smallpox, a method similar to that used in the Ottoman Empire and eventually transferred in, into England. Fluid was collected from a smallpox pustule and rubbed into a cut made into the patient's skin. This practice spread more widely through Africa. It may have also traveled with merchants and pilgrims along the Middle Eastern caravan routes in Turkey and Greece. No. <laughs> no. Nope, not not happening. <laughs> I'm not going we're doing today. You're not going to intentionally slice me open and just rub for that. some scab in me. No. I'm out. Yeah, blow it in my face or whatever. I I take that over slicing me Would open you? and over slicing me open and rubbing someone's fucking dried up scab shit in my yeah. <laughs> so you got you you walking down the market and on one side, you got the the smallpox blow, and on the other side, you got the smallpox cut and stab. I don't know, man. I gotta do one of them. You don't want to die? You gotta do one of them. Yeah. Or do you? We'll talk about that in the second episode. <laughs> Ooh, very good. That was super fun to do that kind of stuff. And there was a people took advantage of this. Eventually, as time went on across. Europe and India, Northern Africa, and eventually Western Europe, and into Ireland, Scotland areas, they they would slowly get to the point where, oh, no, no, we can't just have old Hillbilly Jim down the street do this thing. You have to come to the doctor. You have to pay for the doctor to do it. He's the professional. Yeah. I like that, and I don't like that at the same time. Because and we're done with these these midwives administering this. We're done with the midwives just cutting people open and shoving scabs under the skin. Done. Can't be doing that. Yeah, but then and th so then it becomes centralized in, in a sense, and then yes. and then you know something centralized could be corrupt. But again, right. second episode for that. Well, there's a variation of this corruptness that happened. This guy, John Williamson of Shetland, Scotland, he actually kind of went down a little bit of a corruption for, for doing this thing. Really? No. Eventually, he became, his name is John Williamson, and eventually he became known as Johnny Notions because he had a notion <laughs> he could do this. He was just some dude, and he went through all this crazy shit. He's like, nope, it's got to be done this way. You got to. It's got to be done in a process. You can't just, it doesn't just happen. So what he did was he administered the variolation, that method, cutting under the skin, inserting the scab to thousands of patients in the area. Despite having only an elementary education and no formal medical background. <laughs> He's just this dude. <laughs> That's like a dude you find in the alley. Right. But he's like, no, no, I'm the only one that can do this. <laughs> Is that a fresh needle? Yeah, yeah, I just wiped it off on my shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's clean. It's fine. It, I it was on this spot. It was this this spot didn't have blood on it before. 
He is reputed to have not lost a single patient, resulting in the immunization of approximately 3,000 people and the saving of many lives. He would first collect the smallpox pus. He would then dry it using peat smoke. So, you know, if you're going to do this, you want you want the right kind of smoke. Yeah, not for, for not the, meth. For the scabs. Yeah, not <laughs> meth. <laughs> not- <laughs> we don't want that alley meth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Peat, like moss? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so that's how you dry it out. You, you smoke you smoke the meat with apple wood or some sort of fruit wood. Mm-hmm. You, you smoke the scabs and the pus with peat. Hopefully not your neighbor, Pete. <laughs> Peter! <laughs> Peter, get over here! We got more to do! <laughs> I didn't lose anybody <laughs> I inoculated except my neighbor, Pete. I smoked that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I roasted him over a fire and... Uh, and saved a lot of lives, but he did die. I did kill but him. But not Pete. Yeah. yeah, Pete did. I killed him. Yeah. So after it's dried out with the peat smoke, it was then buried in the ground with camphor, which is uh, some kind of, it was a type of wood. Yeah. Oral history indicates the matter was spread between sheets of glass before burial. It would be kept in this state for up to seven or eight years to reduce its uh, virulence before being administered to a patient. And here we are pushing coronavirus out in in three fucking days. Coronavirus (laughs) vaccine in three fucking days. (laughs) By using a knife, which Notions made himself, so not only is this dude a self-proclaimed doctor and administered all this stuff, he's a blacksmith. Yeah, this guy, he needs uh, an honorary degree from Harvard. (laughs) Yeah. He He would incise into the patient's arm intro intradermally, Without drawing blood, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Insert a small amount of the matter and immediately cover the incision with the patient's skin before using a cabbage leaf as a plaster. With the patient's skin? So he would slice under the skin, just like one or two layers down oh. so that it didn't actually draw blood. So it still hurt like mother... But it wouldn't draw any blood. Would it hurt? Well, I mean, getting down far enough, you know, I'm sure you... I, I've done it a bajillion times with a either a push pin or yeah. a safety pin. Mm-hmm. Kind of just stick it under the first layer of skin. It's almost like the dead layer of skin. Mm-hmm. And then just play with it there. But I think it would go just a little bit deeper for what Johnny Notions is doing. <laughs> I kind of like this guy, man. <laughs> He's out there. He's saving lives. He's not playing around. <laughs> He's doing some shit. In contrast to contemporaneous quack doctors, notions would not stipulate any particular resting condition, such as hot treatment, heating the ill patient in front of a fire, covering them with blankets, and allowing them no fresh air. Nor would he administer any other medicines during the period of infection and recovery. He's like, look, put this thing on your skin, I'm going to cover it with some cabbage, you just go about your day. You go back to work, everything's going to be fine. Can I get a doctor's note? Fucking doctor's note! <laughs> Get back your to work. bitch ass to work. <laughs> Is this your lunch hour? Shit, you're out of time. Get back to work. Who the hell's going to build all these buildings? <laughs> wow, man. Notions variolation bears a strong similarity to the Suetonian method. How Notions became aware of this method of variolation is unclear. It may have been through a written account or through discussion with someone else aware of the technique, such as another physician or a member of the clergy. Isn't it possible the guy just came up with it on his own like why did they have to say like i don't know uh it's unclear how he found out about it maybe he just somebody did done did tell him 
maybe he just kind of figured it out on his own. Like, hey, this this would work, and let me try it out. He was smoking a peat smoke. He's the he's smoking a peat. He got in his lungs, and he went on a spiritual journey. Yeah, that's look, where he learned it. People out here trying mushrooms, you got to try that peat moss. You got to try smoking that peat moss. Guys, hey, anybody listening. Or, no, or do, don't. Yeah, do not try that. I don't know what it'll do to you. I'll end up in fucking prison for killing somebody because I told him to do it. Please don't do it. It's not a cure for anything, probably. Well, we don't know. <laughs> should we take a break? Oh, yeah. We should take a break and then uh, we'll get hot and heavy with Mr. Jenner. Not Bruce Jenner. Uh-oh. I need you to be a little bit of afraid of what's coming next. Oh, I'm I'm real afraid now after the after the tone of your voice, man. You don't usually get that serious, and now it things are gonna get a little out of control. They're just now getting out of control, huh? Yep, finally. Nah, okay. finally things are gonna get wild. <laughs> okay, because we're moving up to the point now. Uh, this guy is he he's he's known as the father of vaccines. But his method was, um, the reason it's called a vaccine is because of this guy, but the method definitely happened at least 20 years or so before he started doing it himself. Yeah. Um, Edward Jenner is the guy who came up with the vaccine, but he dedicated the rest of his life to to the vaccine. And what's awesome about the way he did it is he, I don't know... Even then, 1796 or whatever it was. I think that's what it was. When he did what he did. 1798. Even then, they were, there were patents for different ways to do things. And he left it as an open patent. So that anybody could use it any way they needed to. Wow. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But now, you know, people will just jump on that shit for, for whatever reason. Bill Gates looking These at days. you, motherfucker. Ooh. Yes, uh, I'll call that bitch out. <laughs> I looked over at my Xbox to make sure it didn't turn on. <laughs> it was one of the uh, on, on phrases, Bill Gates, looking at you, motherfucker. <laughs> Bing. It's, yeah, so is what I did there? Bing. Oh, very good. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I win. <laughs> you won. What did you win? <laughs> An all expenses paid trip to get Mal. To get what? To get Mo. <laughs> That's all paid for by somebody. Anyway. I wouldn't call it a vacation, though. Uh, no. Nope. Oh, Eddie Jenner. I don't know if there's any relation. I wasn't going to go down that family tree. Yeah. Between the, Jenner, the Jenners that we know of today and this Jenner of 200 years Not quite 200 years ago. Well, did you know that Ed Jenner... Used to be Edwina Jenner, and then he got a sex change and turned it. <laughs> but back then, people were tough, man. He did his own. He did his own? Yeah. So he, he was Edwina, but now he's Edward? Yeah. So he just added his own. Well, he, I mean, he did some cuts and... Bing! <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, when he started doing this as a vaccine, so at one point he... We're not really going to go down the the real deep history of Edward Jenner. We could, but he, you know, he was studied. He studied medicine. He wasn't Johnny Notions. That was just like some dude starting cutting cutting people and sticking scabs in them. I gotta say, 
Johnny Notions, he's a hero. <laughs> Something like that. He wasn't doing it for the notoriety either. No. I mean, what did he get? A, he didn't get an honorary doctorate, did he? No. He just saved thousands of lives. Yep. And who knows? He probably died getting a BJ from a hooker high on meth in an alley in Vegas. Next to a Shetland pony, because that's where they come from. <laughs> Shetland, Scotland. Bullshit. <laughs> but what Edward Jenner did was um, he was he eventually became the resident uh, doctor in his area, and people would come to him. So at one point, there was a milkmaid that came to him with blisters on her hand, mm-hmm. and he he determined that that was cowpox, which is very very similar to smallpox in a lesser. Uh, in a lesser form, it's not as potent as smallpox. Yeah, and for people who don't know, a, a milkmaid would essentially what you what it sounds like would she would go out and she would milk the cows. Yeah, and that's how the milkmaids got it. And uh, the cowpox would occur on the udders of a cow. So then you know they have their hands right in there, and then she was getting the blisters on her. Yeah, like gentle herpes. <laughs> it's utter nonsense. <laughs> Let's move this along. <laughs> but with her getting cowpox, it actually gave her the antibodies, the immunization to be protected from smallpox. And he's like, hmm, now wait a minute. If you can't get smallpox because you got cowpox, that gives me an idea. Now, I saw a video that said that, I think it was the, I don't know if it's the cell or what you want to call it, of smallpox and cowpox, but they're almost identical. So they're different in a sense, but they're so okay. identical that they are basically the same thing. So the cowpox one occurs on animals, cows, and the smallpox really devastates humans yeah so i don't know what about them is different enough to you know one mainly focuses on cows and the other focuses on humans but they are so similar that they are basically the same thing the cell structure itself or the the virus structure is it virus or bacteria i guess virus right because bacteria bacteria cannot be cure with vaccination is that what it is it has to run its course i believe so i could be wrong not a doctor (laughs) uh so jenner noted the common observation that milkmaids were generally immune to smallpox he postulated that the pus in the blisters that milkmaids received from cowpox protected them from smallpox um so on may 14th 1796 jenner tested this hypothesis by inoculating james phipps an eight-year-old boy who was the son of Jenner's gardener. He scraped pus from cowpox blisters on the hands of Sarah Nelms, a milkmaid who had caught smallpox from a cow called Blossom, because that's important to know the cow's name. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> whose hide now hangs on the wall of St. George's Medical School Library, now in Tooting. So you could go to St. George's Medical School Library and see the hide of Blossom the cow, whose blisters of her condition helped create the vaccine for smallpox. Yeah, I'm glad you said Blossom the Cow and not 
Mayim Bialik, you know, Blossom, the TV show. Because she has a new show out on Fox. You serious? There's a new Blossom? No, not not a new Blossom. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Uh, Phipps was the 17th case described in Jenner's first paper on vaccination. So he infected James Phipps with the, the, the cowpox. And he let that go for some time. You know, it maybe got maybe it got a little red in the spot, but the site of the shot, if that starts to get a little infected, well, not infected, but it starts to get red and hot, then that's your body working to fight the infection, mm-hmm. which is a good sign. Right. So that worked fine. So he didn't. So Phipps did not get a full blown infection which was good, and then uh, Jenner started to proceed to give James Phipps smallpox to make sure that he was still inoculated multiple times. Several times. I think it ended up being, I think I heard it on a podcast or I read it someplace, that he attempted to infect this eight-year-old boy, James Phipps, 22 times with smallpox, and he never got it. Wow. That's attempted murder. (laughs) Yeah, that would never, ever, ever happen in today's society unless you're in some dark bunker in the heart of Russia. (laughs) Unit 731, man. Exactly. I'm going to keep trying until this motherfucker gets in and dies. That's attempted murder. (laughs) Yeah. James, get in here. I got to hit you again. Dude, seriously? I got cows. Mom's call. No, I'm going to hit you again. I got bruises all over my arms where you're injecting <laughs> me, dude. This hurts. I think it was over a course of uh, you know, several months. So every couple of weeks, he'd hit him again. That's insane. Yeah, so that's, a, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that's not necessary. I would think maybe the first time you're like, okay, maybe I missed. Or, you know, maybe, like, maybe try it a couple times. Yeah. But 22 times, dude. Yeah, like enough's three enough. times. Yeah, and uh, that's fine. I, I'm good. Stop poking me, you fucking masochist. Let's go best out of five, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. Five times tops. Yeah, three times, and I don't have it. That's it. I'm out. But that's the way they did this shit, man. They they just kept hitting this. The boy, fine. He, he's not getting it, Jim. Fuck, stop. Jim's not getting it. Dude, Eddie, leave him the hell alone. Science and medicine and all that shit back then was so weird that it makes me wonder if in the future they're going to look back at us and say, dude, science and medicine was so weird then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A hundred years from today, they're going to be like, is it? They did this vaccine in like eight months? Fucking morons. <laughs> Fucking. It, it's so weird. It. It's so weird when you think of time like that. You know, back then they were like, this is unfucking believable <laughs> This is new age shit. We never heard of this. This is, and it's healing us. And today we're like, what the fuck? Oh, we're not the only ones. There were plenty of quote unquote anti-vaxxers in this period. <laughs> there were, did you see this picture? I don't know if you saw this picture. I meant to send it to you, but I didn't send it to you. If you go, I mean, you know, take Wikipedia how you feel, but it's it's a nice link here. Go to Edward Jenner's Wikipedia, and partway down, 
there in his later life, there is a portrait. Somebody painted this in that time period, 1802. There is a picture of how people felt that this cowpox vaccine was going to react to the body. They're like, you can't be, this is unbiblical. This is ungodly. You can't just be putting animal stuff inside of our skins. You know what's going to happen? We're going to turn into cows. What? I'm looking for it now. Oh, no. Are you looking at the picture? Is it the James Gilray's version? Yeah. It shows like people with like cows popping out of their fucking arms and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the one dude on the right, he's got the yellow pants. Yeah. He's grabbing his ass. There's a cow growing out of his right butt cheek. And there's one coming out of his fucking forearm, dude. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, we're going to get cows coming or growing out of our arms. Oh, Lord. I mean. This is anti-vax, dude. This is this is early days of anti-vax. I know. I'm I'm banging my head on the wall about it, too. I We have all this. Probably save it. I know. Save it for the next episode. I know. I know, because I was about to go all. I don't, I don't fully disagree with anti-vaxxers. But I do disagree with them. I don't fully disagree. There has got to be a middle ground. You can't... Nope, I'm saving it. I know, I know. I want to do it too. (laughs) But this picture is hilarious. This is how people felt. It's ungodly. You can't be sticking... You you, you just stuck that needle in that cow's udder. And you're going to stick it in my arm? No way. Yeah. No way I'm turning into a cow. Now this fucking blister... Now I got a Bessie growing out of my fucking arm. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? Listen. Ooh, see? It's mooing already. Sir, that was you mooing. I saw your mouth move. <laughs> uh-uh. No, sir. <laughs> that was my forearm look, blister. It, look, it looks like Blossom already. Look at her. Look at her. She's right there. <laughs> what are you doing there, ma'am? <laughs> Warehouse. <laughs> Can only milk them in the, uh, the bright full moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's still herbivores. They don't they don't eat you. They're still herbivores. You just you can only milk them in the moonlight. That's when they come out is the warehouse. Well, that's good that they won't like attack you. They're pissed off, but I don't think they're not going to eat you. They might do a lot of kicking. And if you yeah. have any plants in your house, they're going to eat the plants. <laughs> so, I hope you don't have a, a you know, a pretty flower pot that you got on the windowsill cuz they're going to eat it. The rhododendron that might kill them. Kills dogs, what? doesn't it? I don't know. Wait, what is that Christmas flower? The Christmas plant. Is that rhododendron? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that kills dogs. And cats, too, so we don't have them in the house, usually. I do. My dog's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Peter. Calm down. Uh, but early days of vaccines, boy. It was, a, it was a hell of a shit show. And he didn't want any money from it. And, you know, I would... Being that he didn't want any money from it, I wonder if that actually stuck in some minds. They're like, oh, see? He doesn't want any money for it. He is turning people into cows. Maybe. He's profiting from the beef. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he was a, a you know a failed farmer, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Let me turn these motherfuckers into cows. <laughs> That's not how it went. I don't think so. Vaccines are awesome, I think. They it definitely helped quell the freaking smallpox 
epidemic because it was it was nasty. It just killed people all over the world. Yeah, for hundreds of years. Yeah, I mean by the, by 1980 because of this. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or if you're wrapping up or no, what. No, no, I I think that's about where we were where we are by 1980. Well, real quick, I got this. I don't know. If, I don't think you said it yet. So he coined the term, Edward Jenner did, uh, variola vaccinia or vaccina. It was from yeah. this experiment that uh, he, you know, he did with the cowpox and shit. And vaca or vaca in Latin means cow. And then he called this procedure vaccination. So <laughs> we, right there, we literally get our term vaccination from this man, Edward Jenner, injecting cow pus into people. Yes. <laughs> Disgusting and awesome. Uh, well, yes, exactly. And he named it cow. So vodka is cow, right? Vodka. Yeah, vodka means cow in Latin. And the nation is whatever, whatever it is. But it's to quell the cow. Mm -hmm. You did say that, <laughs> didn't you? I don't know if I said that, no. Well, I just have one point about 1980, but because of Do this, it. by 1980, the you know the WHO, the World Health Organization, declared smallpox eradicated. Yes, that was the idea. That was the point of the whole thing. Smallpox was that bad that the entire world, it was an enemy to the whole world. Everybody worked together from... So he started this vaccine, not him, exactly. It was a little bit before him, but the way to fight the vaccine was from the mid-1700s, give or take. So 1798 is when he vaccinated James Phipps. 200 years later, 1998, or no, 1980. 1980. 1980, yeah. So not quite 200 years later, gone. It is only in certain uh, deep scientific labs in a couple parts of the world. And every couple of decades or so, uh, they, they being the scientists of the world, the big brains of the world, go and think about, hmm, should we totally eradicate this thing from the earth? Should we destroy the samples that we have of this thing? Yes or no? We don't know yet. Maybe we shouldn't. What do you think? Let's not do it. Let's not do it quite yet. I think it's I think it's important we hold on to this thing. I agree. Because if another form of it pops up, like a mutated form, at least we have the original, might be good to hang on to it and we could maybe attempt to mutate it ourselves. It it's gotta be somewhere better than Plum Island or fucking China though. The Wuhan lab. Oh god. Oh yeah, I got I don't know where it's at, but it's gotta be somewhere better than one of those places where a monkey can't just take somebody's briefcase and fucking deliver it to some biker. <laughs> well, that was in India, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, we're American, but Plum Island is also American, and they fucked up a lot. So we're not saying, you know, we're not pushing blame on China and India. Americans, yeah. we fucked up a lot, and we know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say, I say hang on to it. Don't get rid of it yet. Because it didn't... How did it? How did it originate? It originated somehow, not in a lab, thousands of years ago, 
right? Why can't it happen again? Exactly. We, you can't just make it go in extinct forever, can you? I wouldn't think so. I would think eventually a mutated version of itself is going to pop up unless it completely became extinct. And I can't imagine that. It's not like a fucking no. dodo. Not Right. It's not. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know. How can you make something like that completely go away? Well, how can you completely eliminate dodos? It's true. I mean, uh, maybe because it's a more complex life form, a dodo, maybe <laughs> it's easier to eradicate that. I don't know. We're sounding like a couple of dodos right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have been for, what, 120 fucking episodes, whatever we're it's at? It's working. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> All right, I think that's the end of this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess the big question is, we have the power. Humans have the power to make smallpox completely eradicated as we know it. Shall we do it? And you said yes. Or I said hold on to it. You said hold on to it. I got another point on that real quick. I, I know we're right. wrapping up, but so the ice caps, they say, are melting Due to global warming. I don't know. We didn't do an episode on it. Maybe. Maybe not. But what if that is in the ice there? You know what I mean? You got to think there's got to be old diseases, old whatever yeah. in the ice there. So maybe if you guys answer that question, maybe think of that. Like, Right. What if it is frozen? Maybe it got frozen 100 years ago before... I don't know, before all this shit started melting and now we're at a point where it's starting to melt and it might pop back up. Man, that's a hell of a thing to think about because there's a lot of ice thawing out. Who knows what's living in that ice? <laughs> I think that's a big fear of a lot of people's is like what kind of diseases are going to thaw out and possibly... That we have no... Yeah, that we can't fight. We We have no immunity to it. Or do... I don't know. I don't know if we do or not from our ancestors. We might still have it. Hmm. Damn, man. That's a hell of a thought. Yeah. I guess we'll leave you with that thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let us know your thoughts. Apple Podcasts. Look for Bring on the Weird. Give us five stars. Lay your thoughts on us. Smallpox. Keep it or eradicate it. Who knows what's happening? Do it on Podchaser also. Uh, bring on the weird at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. All the things. And if you guys want some dope merch, go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird or tpublic.com and search bring on a weird or is it, I can never yeah. remember, is it tpublic.com slash bring on a weird or does that only give you like a t-shirt and then you click on that and go further? Yeah, that'll give you the t-shirt, you click on that and then you see all the other merchants in there. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll really help us out. Uh, if you want to become a patron, go to Patreon. Yep dot com and is it patreon.com slash bring on the weird yeah and then there you won't hear any more of the ads there's probably an ad at the beginning as soon as you hit play and then there's two in the middle when we take a break there's and one in the one middle at the end one in the middle one, yeah. yeah one in the one in the beginning one in the middle two at the end two at the end probably and then if you just let something play after i know this happens on spotify if you let something play if you have a playlist of podcasts and you let episodes play, so you'll hear the two ads that actually support us, which is fine, cool, mm -hmm. awesome. Yep. But then 
Spotify will just throw in a whole codger of uh, other ads before the next episode of whatever podcast you're listening to plays in that playlist. Forget all that crap. Patreon.com slash bring on the weird. Two bucks a month. One dollar a month gets you a shout out. Two bucks a month gets you the ad free episodes a day early. Five bucks a month gets you the shout out, the early episodes, and also a sticker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, you can't go wrong. And then you can slap that bitch on your car, on your laptop, on your hydro flask, whatever. (laughs) That's right. All right. Stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.